0: 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about managing stress relieving activities and how this is something that might apply directly to you, especially as we are all trying to navigate in this post pandemic world and this morning i am not alone i have my husband and co-host mr Clint Walton. baby welcome back on for another episode
1: thank you for having me
0: it's so funny because as i'm doing some some research really quick and targeting some keywords that's a little bit of what goes on in the background as i'm producing these episodes is trying to hone in on keywords specific to relevant Google searches. That way, I can plug them into the title of each episode. And I looked over at Clint, and he's peering down trying to see what I'm writing down, because he has no idea what we're about to talk about. (laughs) In typical fashion, anytime that we have recorded together in the past, he never knows where I'm going to take this. And that's a part of the excitement and the organic nature of what we talk about. I really like having candid conversations that are not surrounded around a rubric. And I'm mentioning that because, What I have found to be true, not only for us, but for a lot of people around the world, is that the stress relieving activities that we have all been accustomed to have shifted, gone down the wayside, or sometimes dissipated completely. And we're going on well over a year and a half of that now. And I know, Clint and I, for for us, one of the biggest things that we like to do is we plan a several week trip away outside of our country in a completely foreign country, typically one we have never traveled to before. And that is one of our biggest stress relieves. And that's not just because of the the element of being on a trip like that. But it's also the suspense and the buildup and the preparation and the excitement for having a trip like that planned. And before everything took place with the pandemic, Clint and I had planned on traveling to Egypt and Dubai last year. That trip completely disappeared, as did the trips for everybody who might have had something planned. And I think that we have both, if we can be honest with ourselves, Clint, and maybe you, as you listen to this, can be honest with yourself as well, not having something like that to look forward to, or not attending and physically going outside of your normal day-to-day, that in and of itself is something that has created some stress that I think it's time for us to all be able to face. That way we can recalibrate things a little bit. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that.
1: You know, and as you're saying this, I start thinking about, and we've talked about it before, especially with the travel, that's huge for us. But finding other things in your day-to-day or in your week-to-week to relieve those stressors and to get out of that normal routine that we get stuck in. And a lot of us, I know me specifically, I I do that with busy work. And it's not dealing with the stress. It's not trying to kind of find an outlet for myself, but it's to keep myself busy to the point of where I don't worry about those stressors. And I just kind of shove them down and kind of push them to the side. And, you know, something that we did a few weeks ago is we met one of our friends from Canada for the day and we went down to the beach and we were just walking around there. And something that I didn't even realize had such an impact on me and was a relief towards me and I didn't even recognize it till after the fact was we started walking on the beach just in the water on the sand and we walked for I would say a good couple miles Mm -hmm. and no one really no really intention just kind of just enjoying conversation just walking through the water walking on the sand and just enjoying that conversation and being near the water for me was huge and and that took so much weight off of just the normal everyday stressors that are there and it was impactful for me and and recognizing that because I know that the beach in the ocean is super important to me and, and Ashley and I've talked about this before is I have salt water running through my veins and and I need that connection with the ocean from time to time and just that day alone took so much stress and pressure off of me. Like I felt like a new person afterwards.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad that you made mention of that because I was thinking about that too. And it's not something, I mean, we live about an hour to an hour and a half away from the beach and we, while we go to the ocean, right. We're typically on the ocean in the middle of the ocean with um, fishing lines down at the bottom of the ocean, but we don't regularly go to the beach like that. And, I think one of the biggest things that comes up for me is the fact that all three of us, the, the only time we had our cell phones out, I, I think I took the best picture on my phone that I've ever taken in my entire life of that bird in the, mm-hmm. in the ocean. And apart from that, you know, we, nobody had their phones out. And I know that that was the, the biggest reason why we were able to literally disconnect in that moment and time didn't matter. We, we again like you said had no agenda and just allowing ourselves that we we were very childlike all three of us we were all kind of pushing each other around and playing with each other and i think that that's something that as adults we really lose sight of and i think it's okay for us to have time like that away if you have kids to decide to take that time away for yourself But then to still learn what it's like to find that inner child and to be childlike again and to let him or her exist within you when you're in a moment like that. And that is something that has been profound for me, especially I know I had mentioned the meditation that I'm sorry, the hypnosis that I had had done recently and revisiting who that inner child is. That might sound like super corny to somebody who doesn't intellectually understand what that means. And I would encourage you to do some research for yourself if that just might be you. However, that awestruck and that wonder that we used to have as a child, when we're able to reincorporate that into our lives, even if that means for us scheduling time to be able to do that, I think playing and just having fun is something that we, we have really found this amazing disconnect from. And I think that if we're able to just do that one simple thing and to find that way to reconnect with it, even if it means that you sit down at the table one day when you're home by yourself, and you turn on some of your favorite music, and you grab some paint and paper, and you just decide to take your hands and, and put it inside of the paint and start to finger paint. Like, why not do something like that? Imagine the creativity that could be sparked from doing something like that. And the way that we're able to allow our minds to expand in ways that we don't regularly get to is by giving ourselves the permission to be able to get outside of our day-to-day and to have that fun and that to to be reintroduced into our lives. And I think that is very important. And when, it, when it comes to be able to managing the stress relief activities that we have in our lives, and as everything continues to open back up, I know Clint and I we are a little bit uncomfortable with the the current state of presidency and us going to an international country right now, and then potentially something happening. You, you just don't know with these people and us getting stuck. So that is a that is a fear that is so exceeded for us that it doesn't make sense for us to travel out of the country within the next year. Um, so something that we have started talking about is flying across country and then driving our way back. So even the the discussion around that and the thought of being able to do something like that, um, I think that has sparked some enlightenment in the both of us to have that to look forward to. And certainly that doesn't mean that it's just this once once a year sort of thing and then there's nothing else that we do. That, I think, it's the momentum going, and then it gives us more ideas and things to be able to do to get outside of our day-to-day. I think that is the most important thing for us to be able to create those pattern interrupts for ourselves and to find those ways to just be kids again, because we all once were, but the thing is, is that that child still lives within you, and that child has been restricted for a lot of us for, for our entire adult lives, and it doesn't have to be that way.
1: Yeah, and, and as you speak of that inner child coming out, I mean... When you were a kid, did you have any intention of what you were going to do that day? Or if if I'm doing this, it has to have this type of reward or no matter what. And it's finding that for yourself that you just do. With no expectation from it. And I think that's the biggest thing is you take away no the expectation of whatever you're doing.
0: And opening up the opportunity element of things. So we can coincide what it was like to be a kid and have to go to school and then come, come home, right? School was like this block of like, I can't wait for this to get done. And then I get to go play with my friends. So maybe for you, that means work. So you have... The, the thing that you have to get done, you can't wait for it to be over, the work, and then having that extra time to, of course, you, you have shit you have to do. We all have shit we have to do. But even if we told ourselves, like, for one day a week... It's going to be like recess for me when I do get home on Wednesday nights and I'm going to have no agenda and I'm just going to do what comes up for me. And if I'm not sure, then I'm going to Google it or the people that I'm spending my time with, I'm going to ask them what what they want to do. Or there's so many things that we could do. We use excuses, though, even if you're a family unit, Clint and I I just so happen to be a super tiny family unit with just the two of us. But if if I had a family like a big family or even thinking back to when I when I was raised and I had, I was very fortunate to have a very close knit family growing up, but doing things that I see people do now, the ideas that I've seen online of creating different activities and then folding them up in little pieces of paper in a bowl. And then on Wednesday nights, like someone gets to, you know, you take turns every every Wednesday drawing from the bowl to have something different to do each night.
1: And as you're speaking of this, like I think of things of like inviting some friends over and then evening time, you just have a massive hide-and-seek party, where you just go out. I mean, I remember as a kid, that was so much fun. And as an adult, we can hide so much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the last time I played Hiding Osteek, I was um, probably 18 years old. And I remember as an 18-year-old, Hiding seek was the funnest that it had ever been in my entire life. So that's definitely a great idea, too. And I think that, I and I hope that the point that you've gotten from this episode is to allow yourself to just find ways to be able to not cope with stress, not hide from the stress, and and certainly not cover up the stress, but to find ways that allow your day to be less stressful. And if at the very least, you're doing something once a week, whether it's for yourself or you're you're doing it with your spouse or with your family, to find things that are stress-free, that allow you to disconnect and to be intentional with it and shut off the phone and just live in the moment. And I think the more and more that we do that, the more and more we give ourselves permission to be those people, the better lives that we're able to live. So, Clint, thank you so much for recording with me this morning.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: If you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.